100 episodes already? Are you kidding me? It seems like just yesterday we started this. Hey, congratulations to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast on their 100th episode. And now, it's the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast First Annual Benchy Awards with your host, Sam Carr. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Alan Roach, for that amazing introduction. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to the first annual Benchy Awards. We're coming to you live from Zoom, recording with participants, nominees, and presenters from across the U.S. My name is Sam Carr, and I'm excited to be your MC for the evening. You may know me from my absolutely amazing appearance on the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Or from any of the other times that I got to hang out with some of the Benchwarmers on my podcast, The Hollywood Cast Connection. Let me start by saying I am honored to be hosting this distinguished event, even though my incredible performance on the show will not win the Best Episode Award. <laughs> Apparently Scott gets his face on a mug for having a lower win percentage than the Minnesota Timberwolves, but I lose by a multiple of 10 and I don't even get a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I am proud to be part of this award show. Uh, Lord knows it's the only award show that my podcast gets to be on this year. Um, in addition to the privilege that I feel just being here, I'm even more humbled to be in the presence of the legendary Benchwarmers crew. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus. We're all so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> And in addition to uh, to the team of pro professionals who has worked so hard over the past year, taking numerous breaks from power washing to bring us listeners episode <laughs> after episode of high quality sports trivia and entertainment, separate and apart from those guys, uh, Marcus and Walling are also here. So. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, you guys know we're all thrilled to have you guys here. Uh, recent additions to the BTP hosting crew. And recent recruits, remember, Nick Young only played 10 minutes in the playoffs, and he still got a ring. <laughs> but seriously, though, all these guys have contributed to a show that has become a twice-weekly part of so many of our listening lives. Also joining us tonight, a special guest from the Triviality Podcast. Their sports guy couldn't make it, so we asked him to send over the smartest guy. And he wasn't available either, so Neil's here. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Fisher from Triviality, not just a podcaster, he's also a filmmaker, and now he's a published author. And yes, Neil, we did get the link to your blog, and Tim Tebow's 10 Ways to Slice a Cantaloupe sounds riveting, so we'll all check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have Neil with us, even if he is just here to look at his own hair in the Zoom camera. Me too. <laughs> Speaking of self-obsession, uh, I can. I assume we can thank Eric Ede for the lack of females in the audience tonight. It's a well-known fact, uh, his feelings on females. I guess he really did work hard to make sure he didn't have any competition between him and Gabriel Landeskog. <laughs> and if most of my jokes are references to the glory days when this pod was just a pup, that just proves how long I've been a fan of the show and a member of the bench. So speaking of those early days, let's take a moment to appreciate how far we've come and what all we got to watch in the past year from the bench. As you all know, 2020 was an unprecedented year for sports with COVID going on behind the scenes. New protocols were introduced such as shorter off seasons, team meetings entirely over Zoom and empty stadiums with piped in crowd noise. Um, in the NFL, several star players 
actually chose to opt out of the season completely and not compete in any games. Or as the Detroit Lions call it, status quo. (laughs) (laughs) The NBA experimented with a bubble at Disney World, which turned out to be a massive success for Adam Silver and the league. Fans of basketball were treated to a mostly full season that ended with yet another win for LeBron James' ego. But fans of Star Wars, who had hoped to visit the park to meet fan favorite Chewbacca, ultimately had to settle for Anthony Davis's eyebrows. (laughs) Isolation did prove fruitful for some entrepreneurs. The WWE has a new viable opponent in the AEW. The fan-controlled football league put the teams and players in the hands of excited fans. Uh, One Chicago resident, let's call him Nat Maggie, said he's excited about the prospect of putting this to use with the Bears. So we don't have to wait till third and inches to call jet sweeps. We can try them on all four downs and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most disappointing element of the past year was the rescheduling of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. It's the one global event that could have brought us all closer together by allowing us to witness the best athletes from all countries, all in their physical prime, competing for gold during the day and depleting Japan's entire supply of contraceptives after dark. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently the world's jocks don't just plan to score on the field. But Olympic organizers did say that for those choosing to remain celibate before their events, they have alternate activities from their stockpiles of magic cards, D&D campaigns, and back catalogs of sports podcasts. Speaking of nerds, (laughs) the trivia world was also affected by these landscape and game changes in the past year. Uh, But to your guys' credit, the BTP team has made a lot of progress since May 2020. That was when episode one was. Back seems like forever ago. Uh, BTP now has pre-recorded rules drops from the dulcet Dan, new and exciting rounds like pick and roll, five on five, sporting haikus. New hosts and guest hosts, the BTP OT show and the Naked Bootleg show. And thanks to the Patreon and merch sales, your podcast is now officially higher paid than the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. (laughs) (laughs) Just probably accurate. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) In spite of of all this progress, some questions still remain unanswered. Like, does anyone know what brash means? Can anyone explain Premier League offsides rules? When Dan takes his headphones off, is he really going to the Mind Palace, or is he just trying to hear the Astros in his living room banging answers onto trash cans? (laughs) (laughs) Most importantly, though, thanks to Josh Bombeck, a question we will continue to ask, and we may never know the answer to, everybody. Who? I'm not paying five bucks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe in the next year we can get question or we can get answers to some of these questions. But as we look back on this past year, we listen to the awards of the evening. I would like to say again, well done to all the nominees. Thank you to all who have listened, contributed, and supported the show. And congratulations to the bench warmers: Eric Ede, Scott Grimes, Dan Lundberg, Josh Bombach, Matt Doherty, Mason Guillot, Marcus Ellis, and Eric Walling on 100 episodes. And thank you all for doing what the Dallas Cowboys defense could not be bothered to do show up (laughs) so to the one two three the dozen people attending tonight and the five or six people who are going to listen to this when it comes out at home let's get these benchies started all right
Before we get to the individual awards, though, I would like to take this opportunity to deliver a message from a fan who is no stranger to sports or trivia or sports trivia. Hi, guys. I'm so excited about the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. I mean, you guys, congratulations. It's a milestone. A hundred episodes. That's great. I mean, I'm really impressed because Stump the Schwab, we only did 80. I was 64 and 16. I'm proud of that. But hey, I'm Howie Schwab from Stump the Schwab. And we did sports trivia. And you guys do sports trivia. You do a great job with sports trivia. Congratulations. Uh, Walling Josh. I mean, I love that name. Uh, Mason Marcus. Dan Scott. Matt. Eric. It takes a team to put together a great sports trivia podcast. And you guys are doing it. You're getting it done. I'll give you a trivia question. Here you go. Uh, Baylor just had a great championship game. Uh, that's the most points scored in a championship game since this team did it. Who, which team? The answer, North Carolina in 2009 had 89 points. Last time a team scored more than Baylor did in the championship game against Gonzaga. Hey, I gave you a trivia question. There you go. And happy 100th. That's a great milestone, by the way. Very proud. You guys should all be proud. Congrats again, guys. Great job. Take care. Thank you for that, Mr. The Schwab. Uh, now, before we get on with the rest of the show, a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hello, it's me, Tony Amante. Over the past 17 years, I have traveled the continent working to perfect my pizza. From the classic New York slice, to the deep dish of Chicago, to the Greek style of Philadelphia, to Phoenix, for whatever they do there. All wood-fired over the flames of a Calgary. If you find yourself in Boston with a craving for crust and a passion for pie, come by Tony Amante's Pizza. And if you're craving that classic Amante flavor, but you can't make it to Tony's, look for Di Pietro's in the freezer section at your local grocer. It's not delivery, it's Di Pietro. <laughs> I thought they delivered. <laughs> it's, it's intake. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and now we have arrived at the main event of the evening. The bestowing of the Benchy Awards. So to get things started, our first presenter this evening gets more airtime than any other member of the bench. He's the reason we know how the game is played, making his way to the stage after wandering the halls of his own mind, Dan Lundberg. Variety is the spice of life. This truism applies to everything from food to TV programming to taste and illicit drugs. Changing up the norm is essential to our daily existence. The nominees for favorite quarter style are pick and roll, five on five, pre and post game, David versus Goliath, and the missing link. And the Benji goes to pre and post game. Accepting the Benji award for favorite quarter style, Scott Grimes. Scott has also won awards in the categories of Best Kickball Teammate and Grant Hill Impersonator. 
Yeah, pre and post game. Uh, started out as my favorite uh, quarter style, and then I started getting them wrong, and now I don't like it anymore. But I'd like to thank everyone who submitted uh, pre and post game. I'd like to thank Brendan Shanahan of Storm uh, for breaking my streak and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get him to put brass bonanza in there. They said no. <laughs> Wahoo whalers. Wahoo whalers. <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving right along to our next presenter this evening. Uh, we're going to take this show step by step to the next award. A man who we know has got the right stuff. And although he's the newest kid on the block, I think we all know that we'll be loving him forever. It's Eric Walling. American presidents, Greece, state nicknames, Power Rangers, Vanderbilt alumni, Ocean's Eleven. No, this isn't a list of Jeopardy categories, but what if I told you these were all somehow related? We love them, we hate them, we rarely get them right. These are the nominees for Best Missing Link. The Office, the Oreo Double Stuffed Racing League. Top Gun Call Signs, Candy Bars, and my personal favorite, Ocean's Eleven. And the bench he goes to. Oh, wow, what an upset. Top Gun Call Signs, congratulations. Hey! Accepting the Benchy Award for Best Missing Link, Chris Shen. Chris is currently under investigation for the claim that his three-year-old daughter writes all of his questions. <laughs> I am honored to be in the first class of Benchies, and I would like to thank all of those who voted for me and the people who helped me reach this point in my career. First, I'd like to thank my family. I'd like to thank my wife for keeping the kids quiet. I'd like to thank my seven-year-old son for giving me an excuse to go to games and sit in front of the TV for six hours on Sundays watching NFL Red Zone. And I'd like to thank my three-year-old daughter for writing the question during that episode on Pete Weber. Second, I'd like to thank my fans. I know I just thanked you about two seconds ago, but I think I thought I would mention you again. Third, I'd like to thank the bench warmers. Never did I think I would be paying $20 a month for a non-existent award, but I couldn't be happier. And I appreciate the two to three hours of entertainment and distraction I get from you guys every week. Finally, much to Eric's chagrin, I would like to thank Tom Cruise for being in Top Gun and giving me the inspiration to write this missing link. And finally, kids, don't listen to Eric. Stay away from drugs. Here, here. Powerful. Here, here. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Brought me to tears. Glad you could be with us here tonight, Chris. Oh man, a guy I mentioned earlier, we are thrilled to have this next presenter joining us this evening. You may know him from either his lack of seriousness or his little bit of knowledge, but most of us here know him as the man who introduced us to Aussie Rules football and who is now holding us hostage in the Footy Fanatics group. It's Neil Fisher. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Sam, for that introduction. And thank you to the Benchwarmers uh, for including me in tonight's festivities. Uh, I am super proud uh, of all that you've accomplished in the past 100 episodes, and I'm honored to be here tonight. I'm presenting the award for Best Pull, otherwise known as the Dump Truck Award. 
every sport has its own majestic moment of greatness. The slam dunk, the home run, the specky, the knockout punch. For trivia competition, however, greatness lies not within physical displays of power, but instead total and complete mental domination. Let us honor those moments where answers are pulled from the nether regions of our cerebral cortex and pay tribute to the words of noted lyrical wordsmith and late 20th century poet Cisco by celebrating competitors who have dumps like a truck, 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 or in this case, dump truck-esque answer polls. The nominees for best poll are Stefan Mateau, episode 86, Suns Out, Gums Out, Any Mind Palace Answer, several episodes, and John Brody Croyle, episode 14, John Brody Croyle. And the Benchy goes to Any Mind Palace Answer. Accepting the Benchy Dump Truck Award for best poll, Dan Lundberg. The United States credits Dan and his dulcet tones for the influx in population. <laughs> Hold on just a second. Oh, there he goes. Play the sounder. Play the sounder. Oh, he's not in the mind palace. I've never yeah, seen this in the before. Mind palace. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So simple yet so elegant. The regular Joe Pesci over there. Congrats to Dan on that award. Uh, and we'll be right back after a quick ad from one of Dan's favorite vacation spots. Have you ever found yourself stuck at a trivia crossroads? Unsure of where to go? Don't let the stress of uncertainty lead you astray. Instead, check into Dan's Mind Palace B&B. There you find all the answers to life's most difficult question. And for just a small fee, we'll upgrade you to the Cornelius Lumberg Suite, typically reserved for the upper echelon of trivia minds. So next time you need to remember that every single Olympic gold medal winner, remember, Dan's Mind Palace B&B has you covered. Book a room today. Hey, this is Dan. Come stay at my B&B and enjoy all of the amenities. Just clean up after yourself. I like to keep things orderly just in case I need to access my 2012 Spanish basketball archive. You know, on second thought, wouldn't you rather stay at Matt's Mind Closet B&B? I've heard he's got beer there. Located downtown between Spanish dance alcohol and Chico's Bell Bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our next presenter, he was very concerned last summer when the NCAA threatened to cancel the FCS playoffs if anyone else pulled out. But then in March, we all got to meet Miles, so I guess he took care of that for us. <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. We all know uh, Eric's wife got pregnant while he was in the parking lot. It's Eric Heath. <laughs> Running jokes, no matter how many times you hear them, always seem to do the trick. I'm not sure how tonight's nominees measure up, like the greats, that which, that's what she said, title of your sex tape, or the classic, hello, Newman. Only time will tell. The nominees for best running joke are meth in all its glory. <laughs> not a joke. Eric hates women. Dick Weber. The BTP curse. And Scott works for Hulu. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the Benchy Award goes to Dick Weber. Accepting the Benchy Award for Best Running Joke, Matt Doherty. As a recent transplant to Nebraska, Matt joins the illustrious list of celebrities from Nebraska with 311 and Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Dick Weber goes to me, but <laughs> I wasn't even on that episode. <laughs> um, I would like to thank all the little people. Um, yeah, uh, sure, Dick Weber. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along, cancel the silver alert. We located our next presenter telling some kids to get off his lawn while standing on someone else's lawn. It's Josh Bomback. And Josh, in case you turn down your hearing aid, that's your cue. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> some say the key to an amazing podcast episode is its title, while others say, wait, podcast episodes have titles? Nonetheless, the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast takes great pride in its titles that accompany each episode, except for the first handful or so. The nominees for Best Episode Title are, from Episode 40, Dick Weber, American Treasure, asterisk. From Episode 43, Spanish Dan's Taco Hole. From Episode 46, Not Yoshi slash Alabama Vomit. From episode 49, it's not delivery, it's Deep Pietro. From episode 57, she's probably dead. <laughs> and from episode 74, Princeton Backdoor. And the winner is episode 40, Dick Weber, American Treasure, right. Asterisk. Oh, see? Accepting the Menchie Award for Best Episode Title, Pete Weber. Who does he think he is? I am. <laughs> hey, this is for Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, booked by Scott. Okay? Cool. So you guys have reached 100 episodes of your trivia po podcast. That's pretty cool, man. That's being on the air a long time. So congratulations on your 100th episode. It's kind of like an honor that me and dad have been answers on the questions. That's pretty cool. And boy, this last one, I, I have to agree, but I'm glad he's not here to hear me say this, but an American treasure, wow. I think he even might get a big head on that one. But I'm sure he's honored up there looking down on you guys. So thank you very much for the kind words. Again, congratulations on the 100th episode. Keep it up, and maybe me and Dad will be answers again. Never know. Thanks, guys. See ya. Pete Weber, everybody. That is pretty cool. Not very brash. <laughs> what a sweetheart! The least brash he's ever been in his life. You know, I, when when you give him money, he tends to act a little. Different. <laughs> uh, we were just glad he was able to make it. Um, our next presenter also barely made it here on time. He actually got off the L train at the wrong stop to buy himself another hat for this evening. Looking slightly disheveled but handsome as ever, Scott Grimes. Thanks, buddy. 
They say a picture can be worth a thousand words. Yet sometimes a picture is actually just a way to appease Matt Doherty's tremendous ego. Regardless, we wanted to honor Mason's hard work and creativity. The nominees for best episode graphic are Sweating Trivia to the Oldies, Princeton Backdoor, Everything's Coming Up Bombback, Probably Dead, the one where she loses an arm, and my favorite, Slumdog Matinee. <laughs> and the winner of the best episode graphic is Sweating Trivia to the Oldies. Accepting the Benchy Award for Best Episode Graphic, Eric E. Eric is also the newest majority stakeholder in the Los Angeles Sparks WNBA franchise. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm truly honored. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank Meth. I mean, my wife. Um, <laughs> Beth. He said Beth. Beth. That's not her name. It's probably worse. <laughs> Uh, the doctor that knocked up my uh, the doctor up uh, my kids my dogs Tackleberry and Hightower. Oh well, man, that orchestra, Sam, it's just moving along. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're keeping us on pace for sure. They don't play. I think they only know one song. We need that during the Benchwarmer episodes. We've been over three hours. Oh my gosh, you're... Well, that's going to make wrong. an appearance. That's for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh man. Moving on to number seven, our next presenter just might be the Dwayne Johnson of the Benchwarmers, but that's only because he refuses to stop referring to himself as Franchise Viagra. It's Marcus Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> Stockton and Malone. Trammell and Whitaker, Manning and Harrison, Hudson and Cruz. We all love a great combination. So in the spirit of Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, here are your nominees for best pre and post game. Christy Yamaguchi Rodriguez. Jordan Cameron Jordan. Kiki Vando Wayne Krebet. Hector Camacho Man Randy Savage. Troy Palamalu Holt. Gennady Gavol Kendall Wright. And your winner, Hector Camacho Man Randy Savage. Ooh. Ooh. Accepting the Benchy Award for best pre and post game, Josh Bombat. Josh likes to collect hats, infinity stones, and rare ceramic owls. <laughs> I would like to, to thank all our listeners who voted for um, one of my pre and post games, but I really have to give credit to Dan Lundberg because I thought that was the answer to one of his, and it turned out not to be, but he inspired me as he always does. So thank you, Dan, and thank you, everyone. Congrats to all of the winners so far. Before we do move on to our next award, we got a quick message from a man who has a little experience with our next category. What is going on, everybody? This is Jimmer Fredette here, and I just wanted to congratulate <laughs> the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast um, for their 100th 
episode. You guys have been doing amazing work. Um, it's an awesome podcast and uh, a lot of people love it. And to get to 100 episodes is really impressive. You got to be super consistent to do that. And you have to have a great following to do that. And uh, you guys are continuing to grow. I also have heard that I've been an answer on a couple of the questions for the trivia. <laughs> so hopefully I'll um, you know be, be more of the answers as you continue to grow this thing and get to your 200th and 300th episode. So congratulations again, guys. And hopefully you're doing well. And we'll talk to you soon. Jimmer for debt. Jimmer for debt. Nice. The Chinese basketball assassin. Never heard of him. <laughs> I believe he's going to be in a remake of the Steven Skull classic, The Glimmer Man, but it will be called The Jimmer Man. Ooh. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. You guys all heard that, right? He said, we'll talk soon. I think yes. we're all best friends with Jimmer for debt now, right? That's what, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I'm that's telling That's what I got. Accurate. That was my takeaway. Already posted. <laughs> Let's in a relationship. <laughs> exactly. We're Facebook official. Uh, as we move on to our next award, I would like to congratulate our next presenter for the amazing achievement of figuring out how to join a Zoom call from a landline. It's Mason Guillot. <laughs> it wasn't easy, I promise. For most of us on this podcast, except Eid, there are times when we have absolutely no idea what the answer to a question is, and so we resort to humor to fill that void of sports knowledge. This category is dedicated to those answers that were laughably wrong for one reason or another. And the nominees for best wrong answer are Harry Potter for every question about a book. <laughs> Spurgeon Webb from episode five, Spurgeon Webb. Connor Cookie Monster from episode 63. Connor Cookie Monster. Blades of Glory from episode 67, Eternal Blades of Glory. Bibby Smith, episode 21, The Ballad of Old Bibby Smith. And Gerardo, episode 86, Suns Out Gum. <laughs> and the winner of the Best Wrong Answer Award goes to Harry Potter for every question about a book. Whoa, an upset. <laughs> Accepting the Benchy Award for Best Wrong Answer, Eric E. I'm being told that Eric is now the brand new majority owner of the Minnesota Whitecaps women's hockey team. (laughs) (laughs) That's where our our Uh, Patreon dollars have gone. (laughs) Some of them, at least. I am not prepared for this. Um, I'd like to just thank books. Um, One specific book, Where's Waldo? Changed my life. Um, everybody knows the beach, you know, the topless woman there. Been a bookworm ever since then. Thank you. <laughs> well, don't go too far because coming right back up to the stage after the world's fastest wardrobe change, next presenter is again Eric Eid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greatness can be measured by many different things wins, yards touchdowns or just an amazing helmet face mask combo with an equally amazing mustache. The nominees for the GOAT QB award are Drew Brees, Ken Anderson, Shane Falco, and Patrick Ramsey. And the Benchy award goes to, wait, hold on. Is, Is this, is this right? All right. Ken Anderson. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Accepting the Benchy Award for GOAT quarterback, 
Marcus Ellis. The most physically gifted of all the benchwarmers, Marcus passed his PED test with flying colors. Allegedly. Um, I mean, I, I'm happy to accept this award on behalf of Ken because in he's still the greatest quarterback in Bengals history, and it's not close. So on behalf of Ken and myself, I guess, and, you know, Pac-Man Jones. I, yeah, Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Well, on that, we've been through nine of the ten awards of this evening. Before we get to our final category, we have an exciting new project to tell you about. This holiday season, witness the unbelievable true story of a sports legend. Look, kid, we got enough high jumpers. Why don't you try the javelin or shot put or something? Coach Wagner ain't got time for cherry cases. With all due respect, you've never seen me jump, sir. And I guarantee I can get more length than any man on this team, even on a cold day. What's your name, Hotshot? The name's Richard Fosbury, but everyone calls me Dick. You want to earn my respect? Show me something special. In a world full of dicks, one dick dared to flop a different way. Coach W, there's someone I think you should see. Starring Academy Award winner Michael Caine as Hall of Fame coach Bernie Wagner. Son, I've never seen someone with a flop like yours. I promise you, if we combine your flop with my thrust technique, you'll have gold around that thick head of yours in no time. just too tired. I'm not getting enough curve in my flop. This Soviet Union team is just too strong. Maybe I should rethink my strategy on this last jump. Fosbury prepares for his final jump. I know it's hard, Dick, but you must never stop flopping. It's all come down to this, folks. He charges up from slightly to the left of center with a gate that may call to mind a two-legged camel. He's in the air and... Based on the best-selling novel, The Book of Dick, BTP Productions presents... Flop. (laughs) (laughs) We had the budget for Morgan Freeman. Oh my god. Michael Caine. And Michael Caine. We don't. (laughs) It was under duress. Coming yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a release date on that yet? 
I'll kneel. It's in post. So we don't have a hard date on that yet? No <laughs> hard date just yet. <laughs> oh, amazing. And with that, we have arrived at the final category. Our final presenter of the evening joins Jimmy Graham and Blake Martinez as a free agent who spent 2020 leaving Wisconsin for pastures greener than the Green Bay. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Doherty. <laughs> I promise I won't dicker around with this. <laughs> Putting a high-quality episode together can be very challenging. You need a good game, a good host, a good guest, and good teams. Not to mention a high-quality edit and all of the other post-production items required. But when everything comes together, it can be magical. Here are the nominees for the episode of the year. Episode 71, Princeton Backdoor. Episode 57, She's Probably Dead. Episode 79, Slumdog Maddie Nair. Episode 4, Sweating Trivia to the Oldies. Episode 31, Everything is Coming Up Bombac. And episode 80, the one where she loses an arm. And your Benji Award goes to... Everything's coming up bombac. <laughs> probably restate that. And accepting the final Benji Award for the night, episode of the year, Mason Guillot. According to the Wikipedia page of New Orleans, Mason loves beignets, crawfish, and jazz. Very much stereotyping, but okay. Um, I'm glad I could give uh, Bomb back this award. He so much deserved it because um, that was his shining moment on the podcast when he could just run through all of my questions that day. So give props to Bomb back for that as well. All right. Oh, that was an amazing show. Congrats again to all the nominees, to all the winners, to the bench warmers for a hundred episodes. And I personally can't wait for the next hundred. Um, to all the listeners, thanks again for being with us here tonight for this night of laughter, tears, and grown men tripping on their ball gowns. Um, that's going to do it for the first annual, annual Benchy Awards. So until next time, don't do meth, avoid the clap, and we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.